Okay, now we are on episode 19 of that podcast you're listening to right now. What's it called? Eat. Eat. Drink. Be scary. And we're actually going to be kind of scary this time because we're talking about ghosts. Yeah. Well, we're supposed to talk about scary stuff every time, but it's really not generally very scary. Well, sometimes it's paranormal. Sometimes it's just, you know, it's... It's a scary comedy show. Yeah, this is a uh, it's a <laughs> podcast where we talk about we talk about stuff that's scary, could be scary, deemed scary, and we uh, eat and drink stuff. And today uh, we've had a couple different drinks, which are related to generally we drink to something that's related to what we are going to talk about. And today, Liberty, you brought over. First of all, we should say, oh, uh, today it's uh, so today it's only three of us and not. We're missing and two people. And not 14. Well, Tom and Ryan are not here tonight. They got some stuff going on. And, and uh, so we're just going to do a little fun. Uh, we, but we have our guest Liberty here. But but Bill and Tanya are still here. Yes, we are. So anyway, Tanya, uh, we are drinking what? Or actually, Liberty, what did you bring? Oh, okay. Well, I brought two offerings. One is a lovely red wine that I've never had, but I'm going to say it's lovely, called Ghost Pines. Ooh. Yeah. And then the other one, because we're talking about ghosts, or ghostesses, as I like to call them. <laughs> you uh, could be gender neutral. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I brought was um, white wine, and it doesn't have a cool ghosty title, but the reason I think it is applicable is because we all know that ghosts wear white sheets when they haunt people. Yes, so white wine, white sheets... Why do you you think that started? Why do you think? I was wondering that earlier today, and I wish I would have had time to look it up. That's a weird thing. I I kind of have an idea. So, you know, like, for some reason, whenever people would leave houses for a long time, but it'd be like summer or winter, they would just put sheets over everything in their houses to cover the furniture to protect them from the dust. Oh, yeah. Um, Abandoned places tend to get... You know, the stigma of it's haunted. So everything in there is covered in a sheet, ghosts included. And because they would get cold and take the sheets off of the furniture. Exactly. I mean, why not? You know, when I was a kid, I did a few <laughs> of the discount. Dead, it's cold. The discount um, <laughs> Halloween costumes where you just took an old sheet and cut the holes out. But Casper. there was one year that my friend Mark Hokinson and I, God, I don't even have that guy. Hey, Mark Hokinson, if you're listening to this, reach out. He and I developed three different costumes because we can go to three different houses, the same house three times. Uh, costume one, we dressed like Kiss, the band Kiss. Costume two, we had uh, Stormtrooper helmets, which, by the way, mine didn't really fit over my head because I have a huge melon head. <laughs> so it kept pulling my, ma- it kept scraping my makeup off, so we had to keep sponging it. And uh, costume number three, ghosts. So if we liked a house, we could just go back to it three times and i don't think we ever really did it it just seemed like a great idea so wait you the the thought was not to do a whole neighborhood and then switch your costume and go back through the neighborhood but it was like go as kiss go around the corner put your stormtrooper storm helmet on and go immediately back to the house actually he had a boba fett helmet that's amazing <laughs> I had a stormtrooper helmet, which was not my helmet. I borrowed it. Yeah, yeah. And then if we went back like the third time, like, oh my god, look, they have huge Hershey Hershey's there. Hershey's. 
Hearthy. They have cute Hearthy. Like the neighborhood with the full size candy bars. They've got full Hearthy. Let's go. And then we would run there and do the. Yeah, yeah, we would uh, we would go back and uh, get a third candy, but we I think we maybe did it once or twice. I, it was really more work than it was worth. That's too many wardrobe changes. And we also learned you just say, "Hey, can I have extra?" And they're like, "Sure, here you go, kid." True. Who's gonna say no? Exactly, because I was a cute kiss kid. <laughs> oh, look, there's Aww. Ace Freely. <laughs> He's hot. <laughs> He's a cute little kid. Oh, look at that stormtrooper. And also, where did you carry the extra costumes? In the bag. Well, first of all, hold on. It was just the helmet. So the helmet. And a shield. You just carry had the same. Hand. You have the same costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's okay because it's not like I wore a kiss outfit. I just had the kiss makeup on. And, and like then all you had to do is put a t-shirt. Out. No one's gonna know. This was in L.A. Like fifty kids would go up to a door every hour. Like they're not gonna remember. True. And your well, members-only jacket. Yeah, maybe. I'm the last member. <laughs> you don't know you don't know so anyway yeah the sheets and the ghost and the that's, i don't know why they that's do why this. i think it's thing uh, one of those things and also it's just the mystery of it's a person but a it's not a person it's a person but not a person type thing yeah no i see what you're saying like they manifest themselves according to some, as some sort of energy, and they don't have a form that is touchable. I mean, they walk through walls. So you have to put something over them in order to see that there's something there. I just made that up. Well, I mean, you think about the whole thing. The reason you would see a ghost is it is reflecting light. That's how we see. That's true. So a ghost would have to... That's that's how we see things. So I can see this wine glass because the light is reflecting, is the light is hitting this glass and it is reflecting into my eyeballs. And so I'm seeing something reflect off of this surface. That off and of she's this thirsty. Surface. She's really yes. thirsty. Off of this surface. <laughs> Everything I see is because light is hitting it and it's hitting my eyeballs. So technically... It doesn't make sense that you can only see ghosts at night where it's dark because there's yeah. not light. Unless they're wearing a sheet. And now every ghost has just been officially debunked. <laughs> <laughs> no, not true. <gasps> it's just ghosts are... Oh, yeah, it's true. Now they know that we're onto them and they're going to get more clever and wear different coverings. <laughs> Anti-reflective ghost Curtains. <laughs> yeah. I got to stop wearing sheets when I go Why around. are all my pants walking around? <laughs> exactly. So that's so that's why we shouldn't we should not see ghosts, and there is no particle out there that's going to reflect light and go through a wall. Come on. What if there is a ghost particle? I mean, there are particles that pass There's through walls. There is a ghost particle, but it's completely it's different. something else. Too sciencey. Anyway, it's clear. Yeah, <laughs> I've lost. All right. Well, with that, that's a very nice segue into. Oh, and, and also oh, here I do have something. So we're it's eat, drink, and be scary. We're missing the eat part. Which we didn't eat, so it's our food is technically a ghost because oh, oh I see what you nice. did there. There's nothing there. This prime rib's not. This ghost prime rib is not reflecting light. It's true. Or smell. Oh, that smells so or good. Or taste. Oh, so good. It's call. just ghost food tonight. That's really good. <laughs> Although uh, we, we are drinking, you made some sangria. I did make sangria. And red wine is supposed to represent something else. And it's the uh, 
the bloody trail of tears that Andrew Jackson made. <gasps> and that's another segue into what we're going to talk t- about tonight because Liberty has, as we've hinted the last two podcasts, has a ghost story. I do. A real live ghost story that happened to me. So what happened? I well, hold okay. on. Before First we go off, into it, let's... I don't know anything because you guys have talked about the Andrew Jackson ghost ghost well, story just, place. Well, the, the Andrew Jackson know. Hotel. Andrew Jackson in Hotel. New, New Orleans. Well, you already, New Orleans. You already said it. And we referenced it in the old one. So you guys keep talking about it. And I don't have a flipping clue what this is about. Well, let's so talk about, we can talk about the hotel first. And I what like it that. Is. So, well, what do you what do you know information wise about School what the hotel me. is? By the way, did you stay in it? I stayed in it. Yes. Okay. So hold on, I'm taking a drink of my bloody Andrew Jackson. Hold on. Mm. I like that. That should be the name of a Bloody Mary. The bloody. The bloody Andrew Jackson. You just go Andrew Jackson, <laughs> Andrew Jackson, and then a twenty dollar bill appears in your <laughs> pocket. You have to say it three times though. Uh well, it's inflation. It's probably have to say it four now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's in the heart of the French Quarter. True. There's a hotel. And it used to be quite a few different things. It was a courthouse yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. It was. It's been a hotel. It's been. Is it a hotel now, or is it a private residence? I somebody told uh, me it was a private residence. Well, when wrong. so my happening took place probably 12, 15 years ago. I don't do math in my head very well, but a long time ago. So since then, it might be a private private residence. Private. But when I was there, obviously it was a hotel. And I've also heard that it was a boarding house, which is an important part of the story that I guess I experienced and that I'd heard about the place. For whatever that's worth. Well, also, a part of that is the fact that uh, I guess it was they either s- quarantined people there through all the yellow fever that was happening during that time. Oh. Or there was just a bunch of people there that had it. But there was a lot of death related to that. Yeah. Like a lot of people who... So d- did they die because they went there or they just happened to die there? Or what's, like, why Why is it associated with death? Like, well, did the one uh, occurrence that I know about the boarding school is that it was a fire, and so people died because they were there. Oh, okay. oh I got ahead of it. So this you're talking about the la- the piece, the building that was there before the hotel. The, it was a building that was there before. I don't think it was built so. by the Spanish. Oh, I don't know. And maybe it was part no. of there, there was a there was a boarding school there, and I think. And is it the boarding boarding school that burned down, and then they built the hotel? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, hold on, let me see if I can look this up real quick. Um, you can play producer tonight. So uh, so originally, uh, because there were so many, here's what happened. Parents were dying all the time mm-hmm. because of, basically it was kind of a, it was a, like a Petri dish. Because there. of yellow Petri? fever. Petri? Did I say that right? Yeah, Petri. Petri sounds, it sounds weird. It sounds like, like someone's last name. I think it, Bob maybe Petri. it is. <laughs> maybe that's why it's called a Petri dish. A Bob, Petri, Petri. Bob Petri invented it. Mm-hmm. And he was he never showered. And that was the thing. It's like he never changed his underwear. And that's what started the whole thing. Um, they needed it for a boarding school because there were so many parents who died mm. during the whole yellow fever phase. So was it more of like an orphanage than a boarding school? Well, I don't know. It was a boarding <laughs> school. And uh, eventually, I guess it was turned to, this is 1974, two fires swept through the city. The first was smaller. 
1874? Um, uh, the 1794. What Whoa. Did I see? I oh. What um, let's see if it says on here that it says, by the way, uh, nipping, they s- this in the description it says the fire was nipping at its heels. Wow. That's very descriptive. It is. Uh, there's not information because of this particular fire, but the second one, there was a second fire in 1794 that said to have consumed the city and all the fine structures, including the boarding school itself. So it was the ghost of the building. Yeah, yeah. Now it's getting meta. So can, can a building be a ghost? Well, I don't <laughs> We're <know>. all stumped. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of a good weird episode. information on here that I'm reading more that it's just like in 1814 when General Jackson, he declared martial law all throughout New Orleans. Uh, and no one was allowed to enter the city and nobody was allowed to leave. He's a nice guy. He's yeah. a just a nice guy. And I'm trying to remember, was it he called the, the Andrew Jackson because he was there when it was a courthouse? I can't remember. Well, it was made into a federal. We're so full of information about this thing. TMI. But really, we f- could just jump. I mean, we're just talking about the fact that it's it's a hotel. With so a basically... There are a lot of reasons Jackson. why this place could be haunted. Yes. Choose yeah. your own adventure. Well, and, and there's there's a there's specific ghosts that people refer to, but mm-hmm. before I, I, I talk about them. Now we know. So tell me about your trip. You went down there. Why'd you go? So I went down there with my partner at the time, Jeremy, and several friends. I think there were eight or nine of us that went And two of these friends in this group had been there many times. I think they might have gone on a yearly trip there, and they loved it. And one thing that they knew they wanted to do this time when we were going as well was stay, in particular, at the Andrew Jackson Hotel. And the reason they wanted to stay there was because they had heard that it was haunted, and they were, you know, kind of into that and thought it was cool and adventurous, so... We all agreed to stay in this, air quote, haunted hotel. So we went. and well, this At this point, do you believe in ghosts? What are your thoughts on ghosts? I would say at this point, I was not a skeptic. I've always been kind of intrigued with the idea and open to the idea. You know, growing up, I'd had those experiences where I felt like there was something around. I grew up in a town that has a very, very long history during the gold rush, and there, the building I grew up in even had all of these stories of people dying there. So to me, the place was haunted, and I thought it was a ghost called Old Larry. I learned in my later life when I wasn't a kid that it was actually O'Leary. <laughs> Close enough. And also, as a kid, my cousins and I, my cousins lived across the street, and we, my cousins and my stepbrother and I, were fascinated with ghosts and spirits, and we spent an entire summer ghost hunting, where we had a box, like a cardboard box, and we, um, you know those old clock radios where the antenna was just kind of a cord trailing off the bottom? Mm-hmm. So we took that cord and we stripped the end off so the wires were exposed. And then we had some cheap sort of microphone that we stripped 
the ends off of that and connected them, like twisted those wires together. So when we would catch a ghost, we would put the microphone to the box. And if we got feedback, that meant there was a ghost in there, naturally. <laughs> of course. And we, had a, we would have seances and use Ouija boards and go in the bathroom and do Black Aggie and Bloody Mary. And we were convinced twice that we were going to be taken to what we called the spirit world. So one time we all stayed the night at my cousin's house and we were waiting for a helicopter to come get us. But of course, like <laughs> That's a, how you would go. a spirit That's a nice helicopter, way. not like a real one. Because where would it land? <laughs> and then another time, of course it didn't come. And another time we stood in my backyard and waited for the spirit train, which also never came. But I guess you could say in a really long-winded way, that I've always been interested, fascinated, and open to the idea. You're receptive. Receptive. Perfect. Brought to you by the Tony Thesaurus. <laughs> Love it. So anyway, I don't know. Do I keep going? No, no, no. It's really good. It's, uh, I find that most people, when, they, when I ask them, do you believe in ghosts, They'll say, until you really ask them about it, they're like, well, yeah, I guess I've just always believed in them until I thought about it. And then when I, and then they say, not that they have to think about it, then they don't. It's just one of those things you're just like, well, yeah, ghosts. And then you go, well, why do ghosts exist? And then they go, oh, God, I've never had to have that conversation before. It kind of boils down into religion and, I don't know, like baby pigeons. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know if they exist or not, but. Well, yeah, all birds are fake, right? They are. Didn't we learn that a couple we of episodes did. ago? We did. So anyway, so I'm, yeah, by uh, at this point, there are certain people that are just like, yeah, I guess there's ghosts. There's some people that are clear like there's no such thing, and there's some people that say, I just heard some weird thing in my kitchen. That's a ghost. So <laughs> yeah, not a mouse, definitely a ghost. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so you're gonna go to New Orleans. Yeah. You're going to uh, New Orleans or Nerlens. Nolens. Nolens. However you want to say it. <laughs> New Orleans, yeah, however you, you want to say it, depending how far you are away from that region. We don't discriminate. I think Alaskans say New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Like. And people from there say Oregon. New Orleans. Nolens. Nolens. I say New Orleans. I say New Orleans. For whatever that's but worth. I think I grew up saying New Orleans. I yeah, think I did too. So, and then a lot of it will go to, like, if you're talking about the New Orleans Saints. But then you say like New Orleans. It's really another way. It's the same thing you say the Caribbean, but you say Pirates of the Caribbean. I've heard there's a reason for the difference, but I can't remember what it is. Disneyland. That's helpful. That's it. I'm Disney, it's, Disneyland, it's Disneyland is the difference. Listen, but also, I will never say, hey, you want to ride the uh, the Pirates of the Caribbeans? Yeah, no, it's definitely <laughs> the Caribbean. They kick me, they'd kick you out of the park. Yeah, you couldn't go. Listen, if there are any listeners out there from... New Orleans, New Orleans, Leo, Nolens, New Orleans, New Orleans, Nolens. Give us a call. <laughs> Let us know how to say it. Please. Give us a call at one eight hundred New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, you're gonna go down there to New yeah. Orleans, and we're going. And part of this is to specific. This isn't the reason, of course, but we're going to specifically stay in the Andrew Jackson Hotel because it is purportedly haunted. So we get there, and one there are kind of two notable things that I remember. One is 
I remember being there and we're checking in and my friend who was Kevin, who was the person who was really excited about it being haunted, asked the front desk agent about the story of it being haunted. And they were like, we have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, they denied it. And the whole time we were there for a few days, the whole time, anytime we asked anyone on the staff, they would basically just play dumb. But one night we did, you know, like a haunted walking tour and stopped in front of the Andrew Jackson Hotel where they told us, you know, this story. So, do you want to know the story that I yes. well, I, I, I want to say I, something. Well, I want to know because I, I, do want to know I don't have any clue what is any about this. I, I, I want to know one thing, though. I stayed at the Silver Queen in Virginia City. And everybody says, it's one of the most haunted places in the world. It's the most haunted place and whatever. And uh, this is what they're saying, the Silver Queen. The Silver Queen, Virginia City. And when you ask the girl about it and that was working at the, the, the desk, she said, I don't know anything about that. Like, she didn't know anything about it. And and I thought, well, wait a minute. Like, people are po- ghost hunters mm-hmm. walk in here all day long. I right. watched it. They filmed... They filmed freaking, uh, like, the very first ghost adventures there. I think part of it is they hear that question 87,000 times a day and are tired of answering it. So they just default to, default to, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. That must be it. That has I mean, to be that could it. be it. Because you're like, oh, yeah, it's haunted. Then people want to know more. And then people want to know more. And it's like, oh, my and God, please just stop minutes. asking me questions. Yeah. It's just easier to say, well, I don't know. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, how often has someone asked you something that you knew the answers to, but you're just like, God, this is going to open a bag of worms. I don't know. Yeah, okay, I can see that. So that <laughs> that could be it. They're just like, oh, here comes another dumb tourist. Not that you were a dumb tourist, but come on. But you, that's you how they like saw me. Yeah. I was probably wearing like a dumb hat or you something. You probably walked in and go, are there any ghosts here in New Orleans? Right, and I said ghostesses, so ghostesses. they were like... <laughs> Dismiss. Ghosts or ghostesses. Right. There's <laughs> different genders, <laughs> apparently. I don't assume you're ghost gender, but... All right, so anyway... Yeah, you okay. Asked, so talk about the ghost tour. Yeah, so the story that we heard, and I'd heard a tiny bit of this from my friend Kevin who wanted to go there before we went, but the story that we heard on this tour was that at one point in time, kind of like we discussed, this building had been or property had been a boarding house specifically for boys is what I kind of remember and one of the boys that was in this boarding house was named Armand and he died tragically in the boarding house and it's been a while like I said so I can't remember which version they said in this ghost tour I've heard two one is he died in a fire um, along with a few other kids tragically and the other version that I heard was that he was picked on by other boys in the boarding house essentially bullied and this went on for a long time and there was an occurrence where he was either pushed or fell over the railing on the second story into the courtyard below. So the building is shaped, imagine a U only it's square. Does that make sense? You know what I mean. How do you? 
Phil's laughing at me. <laughs> just look at you, but square. I get you it. You know I get that. It, but like, no, no, I get it. Yeah. So the building is shaped that way. And it's, it's like this building shaped that. The where the one I live in now. Yeah. It's like a U, but square. Yeah. So I get it. It's got a little courthouse in the thing. In the in the middle. I'm yeah. in the bottom of the U, looking north. I'm actually I'm the top. Anyway, doesn't matter. I'm <laughs> so, hijacking, but so I get the, it. A square U. The Andrew Jackson has two stories, and. Obviously, the second story, all of the doors to the rooms opened to a walkway that was outside and, you know, a railing. And if you looked down, there was a courtyard in the middle. So one of the versions that I remember hearing was that Armand had fallen to his death and in the courtyard. So, yeah, that's the story I heard. Going into it. Oh, and one other detail I remember about the story specifically was that the room that he occupied when he was living there was now or had become room 208. And that's easy to remember because Idaho, 208. And that's kind of a key part of the story. That's right. Room 208 is referred to as the haunted room. Yeah, I... Did you find it? Well, I I had already pulled that up. It says, yeah, room 208, the haunted room. You might be looking at the same thing I'm looking at. Because there's two things that they... We're getting ahead of ourselves, so we can... be Because there's three ghosts. There's three ghostly stories that they make reference to. Oh, I Uh, think I only know about Armand. His his horrific death is tied to either he was thrown from the second floor balcony or launched himself off the balcony committing suicide. So it could have been one or the other. Second story balcony, you could... uh, How do you die? It depends on how you land. But the courtyard was concrete, right? And if you are... I don't know how old he was, but in my mind, he's between, I don't know, 7 and 10. And and you're super resilient at that point. You could bounce back up and land on it. I mean... Oh, I was going to say the opposite. You're little, and so you... No, you're not. No, kids... Have you seen kids like... True. The stuff... Imagine it says he's giggly and has, like, whenever they see them, there's giggling and laughter. So it sounds like kind of a younger kid, because older kids are angsty and... All right. So anyway, <laughs> so you hear the story. Yeah, okay. And the whole room to it. Are you yeah. going to tell me you slept in room to it? Here's what I'm going to tell you. (laughs) We checked in, and there are, like I said, like eight of us in probably four different rooms or five. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, And we're kind of spread all over the property. We're not, like, you know, in rooms next to each other. And so when Jeremy and I, my partner, are walking to our room, we go up to the second story. We're walking along the little outdoor corridor, and we pass room 210, and we pass room 209. And then as we pass the next door, the the numbers that had been on there, you know those kind that you kind of screw onto the door so they're 3D for lack of a better word? Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were gone, but there had been paint buildup from whatever along the years. And so you could clearly see the outline where it, yeah, it used to say 208. And now it had a little sticker that said I don't know seven and a half (laughs) yeah it said private access or employees only or something like that and then of course the room that we were in was 207 so we have a wall adjacent to the most haunted room in the property which we didn't really know at the time 
we just knew that it was haunted. Okay, so I'm going to interrupt real quick because uh, there's two reasons, two things I want to bring up. First of all, we do have food here, and it's very related to what we're doing because you brought, what did you bring? I brought yellow watermelon. Which is because Andrew Jackson was freaking yellow coward. The guy was just a really... <laughs> I was wondering how this He was a really horrible, horrible person. And during this conversation, I did look something up. The building that, uh, that, that was the boarding house was not the building that you stayed in. That was demolished. Oh, so it was just the property. In the early 1900s, because Andrew Jackson had such a a history there, not all good, uh, they built a hotel and just named it after him. So it was basically like poltergeist where the property is haunted. Yeah, and he died. I mean, he died in like 1844 or something like that. That's when Andrew Jackson died. In the early 1900s, they built that hotel and built it in his honor. Because at that point... You kind of forget that he was a bad guy because you have yeah. to go on the school level of learning about a president. And he's on the $20, $20 bill. Doll hair bill. Yeah. And for now, hopefully that's taken care of soon. We'll see. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, uh, no, that's, so he never stayed in that hotel. Okay, that's what he I was He died well before r- it was trying to born. Remember. And the other part of that is. Uh, none of the stuff that people make reference to, of like the one that was a boarding house and stuff like that, was actually in that building. So like now room two hundred eight and whatever. Mm-hmm. That does make sense though, because I feel like if I'd stayed in a hotel that was built in the seventeen hundreds, that would have been memorable. Yeah. It was definitely an old building, but obviously modernized. A you, little. You've been out east though. When you stay out, you find a place that was built like in the Revolutionary War. Or yeah, like, well, I've been gorgeous. to a, a lot amazing. of places like that are this kind of recently that really were built in the 1700s, and you can tell like it's it's a lot of upkeep to keep those places just from falling apart. Yeah, but they're gonna yeah. last forever. And then you have a house that was built like 1982, and the plumbing explodes. Yeah, it's it in pieces. So Shingles are falling off. Yeah, nice job. All right, so anyway, you Hooray for are, Modern Marvels. <laughs> I know, it's really funny because like, I live in a 100-year-old building, and this building's not oh, going yeah. anywhere. Other than the fact that my floor creaks. It's bad. It's really creaky. And just up recently... But you're never going to get snuck up on by a burglar. That is correct. It's <laughs> a security system. But the good news is, I'm on the fifth floor of a six-story building. The people that live above me have a toddler. And I've been hearing that thing run. Oh, my God. That that thing. All right. So, anyway, back to this. Uh, So, you're in the room. Yeah. Okay. So, we are. You're in 207. We're staying in room 207. And the story is that room 208 is the most haunted. And it's also, when we were there at least, not being rented, not rented, whatever. Guests occupied. are not occupied. Guests are not allowed to stay there. So you can check out anytime you <laughs> like, but you can never leave someone guitar solo. Exactly. Okay, there we go. That was great. Yeah, that was even close. But go. That, we'll have to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the first we had known about the two hundred eight story. But we didn't really know a lot more than that. And we were there, like I said, for several days. 
And for the first couple days, nothing really notable happened, except that occasionally we would go back to the room after being out, you know, most of the day or whatever, and I would notice that the drawers in the dresser or bureau or however you say that shiver robe robe were would be slightly ajar but it wasn't a jar it was a dresser (laughs) (laughs) stupid joke anyway but I always thought I don't I don't know why I didn't think anything of it I just didn't I thought like oh the maids were dusting and didn't close the drawer because they were dusting inside the drawer I know logically now that I think back, it didn't make a lot of sense, but then it just didn't register as anything interesting. Um, and I do remember one of our friends that was on this trip with us, Rachel, saying that she, she'd she left the room and left the light on. I can't remember on or off. Let's say on. Well, like then purposely. she's a bad person. <laughs> I think she left it on because... We were leaving. It was going to be dark when we came back, and she was by herself. And, you know, it just makes you feel a little better, especially if the lamp is, like, across the room or whatever. Anyway, so she left the room with the light lamp on and returned to the room. Leomp. The French version. (laughs) Leomp. And returned to the room, and it was off. And it wasn't like a power outage or anything like that. This and was it could have been the manager going like, God damn, chick, this light <laughs> on. I'm going to go there and turn it off. Maybe. But if that's the case, that's also creepy because some manager person went into your room while you were not there. I'm going to turn this light off and dig through a panty drawer. I mean, exactly. I mean, could it have been like the use your soap. housekeeping people just cleaning things and just like gone into a room, but not, it was... Maybe they had already cleaned it, but it hadn't been marked on the schedule. And so they go in, they're like, oh, oh, it's already done. And just turn the light off. That could be. I mean, there's so many things. Yeah, there are a lot of things that could have been. Anyway, continue your story. But, like, that was the only kind of ghostly thing that had happened to any of us that we realized at the time. Until. (laughs) The last night that we were there, of course, because... Because if it happened afterwards, then you wouldn't have seen it. Yeah, the ghosts are checking (laughs) out. And ghosts, they're checking out. They have really good timing. Yeah, I've heard. And they want to get. They like to put on a show. Like they want to bring in business. I mean, they're probably uh, hired help. We've had this conversation. uh, We just had this conversation Saturday with uh, our friend Mike about tipping in a hotel. Oh yeah. Do you tip? Like I really, my whole life is just. I just wonder, like who I'm supposed to tip. That's. (laughs) I I do too. I don't know. Like sometimes you're like I get so freaked out in a situation because i think am i supposed to tip this person all right so with that do you tip a ghost if you're in a hotel do you tip do you tip if you stay there three nights do you tip the how, do you tip housekeeping yeah you do yes. okay well right, especially right. if there's one of those tip if envelopes they, if they, yeah, well, yeah. If they come well, in there isn't, like, it feels weird because i'm like i'm just gonna leave some money on the table yeah. i put it under awkward. the pillow oh that's cute because they're supposed to change the sheets anyway oh smart so, listen, everyone, if you ever go to a hotel and there's money under the pillow, don't sleep in the bed. Exactly. Ooh, what That's we should amazing. do is leave it under the bed. Because you're supposed to clean everything. 
And if it's still <laughs> under the bed, well, then only the monsters are going to get it. The under the bed monsters. <laughs> the boogeyman is going to get it. All right. So you, yeah. So we're going back to this. Do you tip a ghost? I guess we'll just know. What do you tip? Uh, how do you tip a ghost? Do you just give it advice? <laughs> Do you, you give know, a part of your soul? Like a life tip? They live off your energy. They feed off your energy, so you just give a little energy. You just run in place and go, hey, have some of this. I've never thought about it, but I think from now on, I will tip <laughs> ghosts. Well, you do some but, jab but what kind of energy? Go, yeah. Hey, get some Is of it this. positive energy? Is it negative energy? Yeah. It depends because, on the ghost. I mean, and exactly, like, you don't know what kind of ghost you're tipping. Well, if it's so a if, they, if they, if they, if they, go off of positive energy then you want something uplifting and good but if they go off negative energy then you want something scary so maybe you just say like hey ghost i'm gonna watch a scary comedy this is for you for you hey then you should watch my movie <laughs> ghostumentary it's on amazon prime because it's funny and real that was not an intentional plug right for now, me go to but amazon prime and watch ghostumentary starring me <laughs> all right so anyway all right so last night you're there yes so we're there last night, and, you know, of course, we are going to go out on the town in the French Quarter and drink some drinks and have some fun, whatever. Show so your boobs for beads. Yeah. I I don't think we got quite that far, but I do remember buying a really weird cowboy hat that had the American flag pattern all over it. Oh, you Because saw, Liberty. Yeah. So you did say... New Orleans Probably. in that hat. I think until I was correct. Woo! New Orleans! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They, yeah, exactly. You're like, here's my boobs! Like, man, this is a church. <laughs> <laughs> the one place I accidentally showed my boobs. So, anyway, we go out, and we're, you know, having fun, drinking our hurricanes or whatever, and Jeremy, who is really a a responsible and pretty light drinker gets kind of inebriated, we'll say. More than I think anyone expected, especially him. So he and I decide, or maybe just me, decide that we're going to split from the group and go back to the room. And, you know, everyone else is going to stay out and have their fun on the last night. So we go back to the room. And it's, I mean, it's not early. It's probably... 11 o'clock so it's dark and we go back to the room and we get there i don't remember if the doors were ad- that was hard Ajar. going back a, the doors are <laughs> a, a gape open, an open or a jar an open the dr- the drawers anyway that was a dumb segue <laughs> um so we get back to the room and jeremy realizes he's not feeling well so he goes into the bathroom and I'm sitting on the bed, just, I, I guess, kind of patiently. I don't know. Or impatiently. And the bed, the headboard of the bed is um, up against the wall that would be shared with room 208. Ooh. Slash haunted room. So I'm sitting there kind of waiting. I don't know what I was doing. And I start to hear what sounds to me like a kid crying and it's not super loud or noticeable but I feel like I'm hearing something and so I say to I remember saying to Jeremy hey do you hear that and at that time he was not really in a position to answer because <laughs> he was crying 
You would, yeah, <laughs> uh, for a different reason. So I'm sitting there, and as time progresses, and it's not a lot of time, but the crying becomes louder and more frequent. And eventually, as I'm sitting there, I'm certain this is coming from room 208. Like, there's nowhere else it could have been coming from. It's not outside. There's no one above us. What kind of crying? It's just like... <laughs> well, it started out pretty mild like that, but by the end of it, or what I consider the end of it, it was wailing, like, enough that, A, I still get goosebumps when I talk about it, and it was scary and really sad. Like, whoever this person that was crying is, was sad. I got goosebumps just now. Yeah, I mean... Like, I I felt it. I mean, I... I, I, I don't believe in ghosts, but I am an empath in regards to literal just energy and people's emotions. And Bill has even noticed it where it's like, what did you think of so-and-so? And it being someone that I didn't know very well, be like, I felt, I don't know, I felt this way. And he would be like, oh, it's because that person feels that way. And... Me being that empath, like, I've, I completely felt your energy. I'm covered in goosebumps. So, like, I know exactly what you're feeling right now. And this is 15, maybe plus years later that I talk about it and still I'm like, <sighs> creeped out. You didn't see it, but I just kind of shivered. Anyway. So. It was very dramatic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I saw it. I, I was going to, uh, I was going to have Tanya inspect you for goosebumps, but. Oh, they're gone now. But Talk if they come again. back, okay, I'll so shove really my arm out. So then there was crying in the room next door. Yeah, so there's legit wailing, and it's loud. And at this point, Jeremy hears them and notices, and he's still in the bathroom. But he's in there saying, shut up, stupid ghosts. And I don't know or remember why he decided it was ghosts, if it was me that suggested it to him, like, do you think that's a ghost? Or if he just went there on Maybe his own. Maybe he's insightful, too. Maybe he knows. He can right. hear a, a ghost crying. He knows, well, that's a ghost, because I have a sixth, seventh crying uh, sense. A, a sixth sense if he's in the bathroom having <laughs> head too many. By the way, was he throwing ah, up in there? What was he doing in the bathroom? Was he going to the bathroom? Was he vomiting? What was he? I think he was, you know, being ready in case he needed to vomit. <gasps> The yeah. old, I'm just gonna hang out here with my arm over the and toilet. like lay yeah. on the floor. But honestly, to to be aware of anything outside of that feeling when you're in that state is kind of surprising because when you are in a bathroom, like I am about to throw up, you don't think about anything else. Well, that's of not that. true. That's probably some of the most uh, most awareness that you have in your entire life. But I think it's like personal. You know, awareness. you're because you're going. A, man, I drank too much. B, I'm about to throw up. C, I can't sit up on my own, so I need to lean against something. But to s- to but to yell at a ghost, right? To me, uh, th- I don't know why. While that's you're so in that state, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that is brilliant. And it sticks out so much and is so significant in my memory. I think probably for that reason that like he could. I look at the wall. Could hear <laughs> this <laughs> this sound. There's only three of us here. There's nobody there. Do you see? Do you see a ghost on the wall? Not yet. 
We'll I mean, see what happens, Armand. We're just staring at some skulls. True. So. It could happen. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, whaling is happening. And I don't know why, except I guess if anyone imagines the sound of a kid crying versus an adult crying, you just know this is a kid and it was a, a boy. So I'm starting to get kind of freaked out and you know as this whole thing is happening the kind of whimpering and turning into the wailing I'm getting more and more freaked out I'm essentially alone because god love him Jeremy is there but he's not there and so I start and what's what's your level where are you at at this point yeah I'm like near panic level but are you inebriation level? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't that inebriated, really. I had the wherewithal to know we need to go back to the room, take us so back to the room. you were fairly cognizant. I mean, yeah. You could function. I mean, in my memory, I was, you know, I had one half of a hurricane. I don't even know what that means. Which is what the equivalent of four normal drinks. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I don't know what a hurricane is. A hurricane is... I don't know, I'm sure it exists in other places, but in the French Quarter, it's like a blended drink, like a frozen margarita type drink with, I don't even know, rum and all the other things in it. And they serve it in these like foot long, maybe two foot long plastic tube container things. Oh, and that's why that you, you can well, then walk down the street in your hand drinking this thing because the so open like containerizer. Yeah. It's like Vegas. Yeah, exactly. So going back to saying things regionally, yeah. things uh, there is a town in Utah that's spelled hurricane, but it's pronounced hurricane. Hurricane, and bel- if you go south past it, there's a town called Laverkin. It's Hurricane and Laverkin. <laughs> you think I'm making this up? Are they brothers? Up, and then you go past that, it's Kanab. But you is past if you're just north of St. George, you go down there, it's Hurricane, Hurricane, Laverkin. It's Those blowing my mind. And then well, you go like past that. Moscow and Moscow. True. Yeah, that's true. I mean, every every place has their Rodeo Drive and Rodeo Drive. That's true. Yeah. Well, like, I'm going down to the Rodeo tonight with rodeo. my cowboy hat. I'm going to go shop on <laughs> Rodeo Drive. <laughs> and I isn't um, Soho in New York is nicknamed that because it's South... Houston or south of Houston? Yeah. Yeah. But how and ho aren't the same Well, sound. so it's Why the same thing. It's like in when I lived in LA. So how? And they had, well, they had like no ho, which was North Well, Hollywood, and now in Boise, true. there's which Bodo. Bodo, which is Boise down. Which would be down. boy When they say n- North Hollywood no ho, they were like, oh, we're in the no ho area. It's the valley. It's not Hollywood. So stop calling it that so sorry i don't want to get on a tangent on that it's the same time <laughs> when people go they go when uh, when they go like yeah i'm going to la this weekend i go where they go oh riverside yeah, it's Anaheim. not la or they even disneyland's not la stop it's it's San Diego. it's orange county just, just shut up flying into right. the john wayne as we diverge yeah, exactly yeah the john <laughs> wayne airport Did that you means it's la I mean, listen barely if you fly into burbank or i'll give you Long Beach, that you flew into Long Beach. But don't tell me you flew into John Wayne and you're going into L.A. this weekend. <laughs> In no. my experience, you know what? you're going to Laguna. There's nothing scarier 
than LA or California traffic in general. But what might come a close second is the rest of the story. Ooh, good. Okay, segue. go. Brilliant segue. Okay, so where am I? Oh yeah. I'm freaked out. I'm like You're nine out of ten panic scale. And so I start calling the rooms of all of our friends because I don't know, back in that what, day. How how close were they staying to you guys? Like were you like with like a few rooms away from each other? Are you on separate floors? No, I, I mean I remember Rachel being on the bottom floor and our friends Don and Lorraine were kind of on the other part of the U inside. So there we was like a, a, a 107 and like a 228. Yes. Just like nothing near. Exactly. It wasn't like I could go next door or two doors down or I felt like I couldn't leave the room. I didn't want to leave Jeremy and I was freaked out to just leave. But it wasn't anywhere close enough that I felt like I could go knock on the door. So I started calling all of them, all their room numbers. You know, I'd be like, boop, boop, boop. And it would ring and ring and ring. They wouldn't answer. You should have called room 208. But they weren't there <gasps> because Why you didn't left. didn't do that? <gasps> what am I? <laughs> I'm such a dummy. <laughs> Bill. You pick it up and you're here crying. I wish I could rewind time and do that. If, if I, I could, could turn back time. <laughs> Woo. That was Funny. good. That was it. That was it. Yeah. That's but good. then like <laughs> would Armand answer and be like, hello. Help me. <laughs> oh, my God. Just that would have been worse. Balcony. That's probably why yeah, I didn't. Andrew Jackson here. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, how can I help you? Where can I patch you through, miss? <laughs> that would have, yeah, I would have run screaming. Anyway. <laughs> so I'm calling the rooms that my friends are staying in. And I would, it was like, you know, back in the day when you would call a radio station, or maybe now, um, because you wanted to be the contest winner. And so you would dial, get a busy signal. Dial again, busy signal, dial again. I was basically doing that. Long time ghost believer, first time caller. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Welcome, caller number nine. You're Hi, the winner. The wacky, wacky, wacky ghost show. You're, what's your Your caller 666. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. What's your favorite haunted room number? Anyway, um, so I was calling all of the rooms, not getting an answer. I can't, here's part of the story that I don't remember super clearly. I don't know if I called all of their cell phones, if they all had cell phones at that point. I know at least Kevin did because I called his cell phone, but he didn't answer and I left some sort of frantic message. Um, but basically, I couldn't get a hold of anyone. Do you have any idea what kind of message you left? Like, what did you s- do? You remember all what you would have said? I don't, but I do remember what I said when I finally did see one of them. So I'll get to that. Because it's good. Or not. Um, so, uh, no one is available. I can't leave the room. Plus, I'm afraid to leave the room. Because, I don't know, what if Armand is, like, standing at the door about ready to knock or something. So, finally, I hear a knock at the door. Which, of course, like makes me jump and freaks me out. But I go to answer the door, and it's Kevin and his wife, my friend Angela, and Kevin's like, Lib, what's wrong? Oh, my gosh, why were you calling so much? And I was like, <laughs> like, I couldn't even talk because at that point I was so just like, 
I don't know what the word is. Hysterical? Thank you. <laughs> That's the word I was uh, I was just doing a hand signal. Brought to you by the Tanya Thesaurus. <laughs> Very good. You need to really write that. And it's just like liberty making hand signals, and then you describe what they are. I'm no dictionary doctor, but I like to come up with other words. <laughs> that was good. But I'm bumped for all you longtime listeners. Hope you caught that. First time callers. Anyway, so they come to the door, and I just basically like bust into tears, can barely speak, but explain, you know, like, he's crying, and, and, <laughs> here's one thing that's kind of interesting to me. I remember this story or this occurrence so clearly. I can picture almost every part of it very clearly in my mind. I can picture what the room looked like and the courtyard and the hotel and the sensation of this experience. But what I can't remember is once Kevin and Angela got there, if he was still crying. I feel like no, because it doesn't seem like it was a shared story, but I could be wrong. Are you, you're still friends with these people? Um, I mean, yeah, to a degree. I haven't really seen him for a while. If, we kind of grew apart, but... If needed, you could probably reach out to them and say, oh. hey... Remember the crying? Absolutely. And I bet I could reach out to Jeremy and be like, hey, do you remember that one time you yelled at ghosts? That would actually be really interesting. I totally wanted to do that today. and I I always love when an ex reaches out to me and they go, hey, remember that time you were You remember all the crying and the yelling and the screaming? Remember when you were puking? No, it was ghost related, but. Well, listen, I'm going to reach out. By the way, you still owe me $300 (laughs) from that trip. So whatever. I'm going to reach out to Kevin and Angela and Jeremy, and we'll do a follow-up. Like, stump the yeah, I want to know what their thoughts are yeah. on the whole I'm sorry I don't story. have them here. That well, it would just be awkward. It might be. <laughs> Having an ex here. You guys sit next to each other like, you guys pretend like you still like each other. Hey, why'd you guys break up? That's a great no. question. That's two ex. <laughs> when they're totally right next to each other and go, hey, why'd you guys break up? That's always a great question. I don't think guys. it would be awkward. I mean, beyond the fact that we haven't seen each other in a long time. And they go, you know what they always say? Anyway. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have this look of shock in your face. Like, what? All okay, right, well, so. Yeah, okay, so. They get there. They get there. I burst into tears. I unload. I think that I was so hysterical, to quote Tanya Thesaurus. She's playing with a. <laughs> basil plant right now though. that she's very occupied i kind of not blacked out but there's a period of time between when they showed up at the door and then like trying to go to sleep that i don't remember what happened but eventually they left and we tried to you know sleep because we had to leave early the next day Sleep in air quotes, or early in air quotes. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Sometimes the joke is super funny in my head, and then I say it, and I'm like, "Why?" It was suggestive. Bill made air quotes. I, it was sleep, completely suggestive. Anyway, moving on. I actually didn't sleep very well. 
or at all because Hell, I wouldn't a, either. There's there was a, a ghost. Eight year old ghost next to you crying. You experienced yeah. something exactly. And he I just was wanted just a ghost like, hug. Waiting for him to like crawl in bed with us or pull the covers. Just like or... open doors, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That and that sense. was another thing I do remember hearing um, before we went stories that people had experienced. Um, they'd heard kids laughing in the courtyard. They'd had experiences where um, their covers would be, pull, you know, pulled off of them or uh, the water would turn on and off. All of those things that you see in the, you know, ghost hunter shows slash yeah. movies. Um, but that was enough to build up the expectation for me that, that that was what was next. Or that I would, you know, like look at the edge of the bed and see this tiny eight-year-old boy in this boarding school uniform, whatever that looks like, but has gold buttons, definitely. And it's blue. Um, but Does he, he would have dark be there. hair? Oh, no, to why, me, he why was are you, Why do you give us a detailed description? No, like, we, we, because everyone, I pictured Armand in the same uniform, but he has dark hair. Interesting. And be- you pictured it with blonde. Yeah, because I just... Everyone just creates a mental picture of yeah, this and, character. And I think especially for me, I created a mental picture of what I expected to see if I opened my eyes right then and there, which is why I probably didn't open my eyes until which three I, days later. So I haven't a question on top of that because, I mean, I, I do the same thing, like, especially like reading novels and anything. You, you mentally create a picture of somebody as you're kind of putting together the the descriptions of yourself it's like they behave this way they act this way they react this way they don't give you a lot of description of the person so you physically give them a description so you pictured an eight-year-old kind of blonde kid Mm -hmm. what if it was a let's just say 17 year old dark-skinned, dark-haired kid. Like, that is the apparition that appeared to me? That That is the real... Then Armand. I would have probably thought it was just a different ghost. A second boy. Which is so there weird. There to, like, because, like, push if, me off the balcony. If, if, you, if you had experienced your... the one you in, had envisioned, you would just assume that that was that... Person. Which yeah. actually goes back to the whole thing that we see with our brains and then our eyes. And if we exactly. envision a specific thing, that's what we tend to think we're going to see. You dream about that or see that or envision that even the same time you're on the phone with somebody. Mm-hmm. Somebody calls you, you have no idea what they look like. You hear their voice, you hear their tone, inflection. Immediately you think that they're that. They look like that. You, crea- yeah. you paint a picture in your head. Yeah. It could be a specific you accent and you hear that person you could be a, sp- a way they say a certain word and you see that and i think that also translates to the with the way they see when people go like oh i saw a girl and she was in a 17th century dress and she was churning butter and she was well why do you think that because she probably was wearing a 17th and it was century Plymouth Rock. dress and she probably was turning but butter. but do you really think it was 17th century or is that what you think 
what 17th century people dress like because you don't know. It's like when I we think see pilgrims, we all think that they actually dress like the way we cut them out in fifth grade. Yeah. Like the aprons and. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think. <laughs> and the big hat and the buckle. Yeah, exactly. And turkeys, <laughs> of course, made out of our handprints. <laughs> yes. But I think. These look like hands. Like hands. They're so weird. Weird. Uh, but I think, Tanya, what you said is probably very accurate. The vision that I had in my head was shaped very much by the couple of stories that I'd heard and probably a photo or two I'd seen of probably not even the right time period, but something that was, and I apologize for saying this, but quote, oldie tiny boys in some sort of uniform. And so that's what formed in my head. I remember this is super unrelated slash related. I listened to NPR and Boise State Public Radio plug. No, it wasn't a plug. Why did I say that? Going back. Because it's a plug. Anyway, so I... But listen now. (laughs) I listened to NPR, and for years they had a host on a specific program who... I had a very, very clear picture in my mind of exactly what he looked like. And then years later, when I finally saw an actual photo of him, I was like, no, that is an imposter. That is not him. I've had the same exact experience with a comedian that I had only ever heard but never seen. And I had this entirely mental picture of this guy. And the first time I saw him, I was like, Oh my God, that's what he looks like? It was, could not be any further than what I had imagined. Mm -hmm. And that was me with the guy that did the voice for He-Man. Because (laughs) when I was a kid and I saw like the guy that did the voice for He-Man, it actually ruined He-Man for me. And listen. (laughs) Like He-Man and She-Ra? Yeah, yeah, the the, the whole. I I watched that cartoon. I wasn't allowed to. If you want to use the Google. And find out what the Google guy, that up on YouTube. You yeah, <laughs> Google it on. Use the Google uh, or the Google. Google depending the, where, the, where you're the from. The Google. <laughs> depending where you're from. But if you look up the guy, like when I first saw an interview with the guy, like the, did the voice for He Man. Like, well, there goes my. Youth. But on the other spectrum, now that we're on that, the guy that voiced Bambi was a World War vet. That was a boy. It was a man. Well, he, yeah, man. He, I can't remember. It was the first or second World War. I don't remember. I would assume second because of when everything was coming out. But he was in one of the World Wars, and he voiced Bambi. That's kind of amazing. I'm immediately going to Google the voice actor for He-Man and Bambi. What? No. Yeah, I just... Bill, just show me. <laughs> I just used the Google. All I right, we're gonna, we're, we'll show you the image of the He-Man voice actor, which props to voice actors. They, right? They, they, they build a lot of beautiful stories and we never see. Well, there's a reason why, though. They're voice actors. Like they, they have good it's voices. The old it's it's face for radio. No, it's like he's 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 got a yeah exactly he's got a face for radio. But well, and Bart Simpson is woman, right? 
I remember also the first time I saw a musical, you know, like at the big theater in town at the Morrison Center, um, the woman singing the lead role, I thought her voice was so good that it couldn't be real. Like, it just wasn't real. I don't know what I thought it would be because who would sing it or how, but it was so good that I was like, that's fake. Okay, with that, I'm bringing it back in. Okay. This is usually anyway. where Tanya does this. Okay, I'll tell you later. The room. I'm going to yeah. get a towel really fast. Uh, Tanya just spilled water. Um, okay, so. Yeah. They, next day, or it's oh, that yeah. night. Didn't everyone's sleep. There, didn't sleep. Super you scared. Wake up next I was going to, like, see a boy ghost at the end of the bed wearing. You did or did not? No, I didn't. But you expected. But I any probably second. didn't open my eyes at but all. You, but you kind of thought if it happened, you would have expected it. Yes, it's very possible. I'm just adding this. I, I'm making it up. If I had been brave enough to open my eyes, maybe I would have. We'll never know. But here's the question: Why would it be in your room and not 208? I don't know. Looking for companionship. Because he heard Jeremy calling him names. By the way, you know what we should talk about in the next podcast? Why are we so fucking scared of ghosts? And why spiders. Are we? Well, spiders are the one. <laughs> but ghosts. Like no, that, but really you're right. Be, I understand why, why I'm afraid I, of spiders. I've been bit by spiders. It fucking hurts. I, why are we afraid of ghosts? That's why? brilliant. Let's, it's, that's our next podcast. We're going to talk about that. Uh, listen to the next it's podcast. It's because it's something that is unknown and un, like not understood. People are terrified of things they don't understand. Yeah, but I, I eat tiramisu, and I have no idea how it's made. <laughs> I am terrified of quantum physics. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> so you go to sleep, you wake up next day. Wake up next day, and we leave. I mean, not because of what happened, but because it's time to leave, and yeah. I think we went to, like, Because check Florida. out time, and they're dicks. Yeah. Like, hey, and they're like, get check out, out time's the room. Check out 10.30. Yeah, I know. All it was right. stupid. Like, too early. Especially in I New think Orleans. Was, this is my favorite thing. Check out times at 10, but you can't check into the room at 4. Yeah. Come on. That doesn't make sense. That don't make no sense. Yeah. Also, nobody got time if that. you are in Nolens, New, New Orleans. New Orleans. Why isn't the checkout time like 2 p.m.? It should be. Let's be honest, folks. That And Vegas, too. Should be that way for True. Vegas. Agreed. If you're staying in like... Like Waka Waka, Wisconsin, or something like, or like yeah. Salt Lake. Yeah, Salt Waka Lake. Waka Waka, exactly. you mean Walla Walla? <laughs> That's in Washington. Oh, that's that's in right. Wisconsin. Oh, I like Waka Waka. Uh, or like, like <laughs> uh, Eclair or whatever it is in Wisconsin. I don't know. I've been. I've been Wisconsin. there. Washa, Washa, Wisconsin. I don't know. There's Cheese places. Factory, Wisconsin. Or let's just say like, <laughs> oh jeez, Nicknock, Nebraska. Nicknock. Like, hey, Done. I stayed up Pretty late at the uh, bingo I went game. to bed at like nine. No, like you're in New Orleans. Yeah. You want to sleep. No one's going to like, well, it's nine o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. But I think to I'll wake that up. point, like why, why are people hearing this at 2.30 in the afternoon? The ghosts? Oh, this is, this goes Like back why to isn't our... it happening when you check in? Right. Why isn't it happening like, oh, we're getting ready to go for dinner. It's seven. And an hour ago, I heard a kid screaming next door that is empty and it's 5.30, why is that not a thing? Ghosts I think it's because the nice. ghosts know Do that we're not like in our curfew? rooms. Do they have a curfew? They have a curfew. They can only be yeah. present from like this time to this time? Well, there time. is one aspect, though. 
That's when the the rooms, the hotels, the quietest in the middle. True, of the, you the can hotel hear is them. the quietest in the middle. Um, and do you think actually ghosts have watches? Part <laughs> of the time is when hotels are the quietest. Is between four and one a.m. Really? Yeah. You don't think in my experience, because I've been in a lot of hotels at a lot of yeah, different hours. Yeah, but you're sleeping after one. You personally could have slept through ghosts crying in a room. I probably have. I have probably slept through a ghost crying and wailing at the top of its lungs. But I'm a light sleeper. How great would it be? Very light sleeper. If I I keep pounding on the roof because I hear a little kid uh, running on the roof above me. And there's no one there. And then I I complain to property management. They're like, there's no one in that room. There hasn't ah! been there hasn't been anyone in that room for fifty thousand years, except for the cyclops that, or the centaur that used the to centaur live. the centaur that used to live above me. But anyway, all right. No, it, they were bowling centaurs that yeah. used to live up there, <laughs> who were very big into feng shui. Yes. They're like, it's three a.m. What if we move this couch I've, over to the side of that? I've had I bowling centaurs that lived above me, yeah. and also vacuuming centaurs. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm I'm. I'm a. I feel guilty because I am. I am the dishwashing ghost that happens at eight thirty a.m. That's how you know you're being haunted by Tanya. <laughs> dishes. It's because like I wake up, and for and some reason I I, I, I do the dishes from the night before, and I run everything first thing in the morning. I Weird. I like to build. I like to feel productive first thing after I wake up. Good for you. But I also I kind of feel bad because I realize. Ah, shit, I'm running the dishwasher and it is 8 a.m. So I don't know how loud that is. On top of the impossibly creaky floors that are in this apartment. So you should basically not leave your room until like 11 a.m. We should build a, sus- a suspension system yep. where we just kind of like pull ourselves on pulleys that like hover us above the ground. If you make do the sixth floor pay for it. Yes. I want to live here if you do that. Okay, so we're, we're, we're going to come back to it. There's two things I want to talk about real quick yeah. before we end this, because this is going to be one of the longest podcasts that we've had so far. Ever. Ever. So I want to talk about, there are three, actually four, there's four. There's three hauntings that they talk about in the Andrew Jackson. And the very first one is the ghost of the Andrew Jackson Hotel, which is the children. Oh, the There are five children. Like <laughs> there's five children, and the ghosts that they, they've heard them, they've heard, and th- again, they say they hear kids playing in the courtyard in the middle of the night. Again, why in the middle of the night? Why are kids, kids up in kids. the middle of the night? Go it's to bed. It's your curfew. Go Do to bed. Do they have yeah. different time systems in ghost time? Maybe. But here's the other one. These are kids that were supposed to be part of in the 17, 18, whatever century that these things are part of. They turn your TV on while you sleep. This is what people say. These kids, they hear laughter. And then. Right. Like, how does it. Ghost yeah. from the 1700s know, know how, how to, to turn, turn on a TV. A TV. Uh, they don't. Wow, they I never don't. thought of they that. They barely know not how to to like get yellow fever. So, so you were very sure that it was a, ch- a male child that was wailing. Yes, in my everything about that experience, that's what happened. Who knows how much of that was influenced by the little bit that I'd heard already, but that was what I saw. So I I was I was looking up something. So your one friend that said she left the lights on, mm-hmm. they came back and they were off. So there was a caretaker at the hotel. Oh, I think I heard this once. That's the third ghost I was going to mention. Was the ghost and the she 
she very much she straightened the towels, she flipped the pillows, she would turn off the lights, she arranged the furniture in case it got put out of place. It would like uh, for guests that experienced the odd misplacement or something like something that a caretaker would like do to take care of like a child's forgot to do this she would do this and the the cleaning staff claimed that they were being watched they felt that they were constantly being watched yeah by someone and that's the care that's the caretaker that they would bring i love this and there's a lot of claims of disembodied footsteps of go, like going up and down the halls well, when and people also weren't there she's one that they said they've seen this is one of the I've the we've seen the ca- she is a, a caretaker that she has been seen. Is she wearing a long white flowing dress? Because in my mind, she's all women go stupid. Well, it says well, and it also says she's mostly seen on the second floor, which is the floor that you were on. True. This it was her. Oh, and she moves furniture around too. She she so if there was a drawer, if she was a, yeah, so, she was so looking going through back, my undies. Okay, so, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I was just going to say like, that was one of them. But but the th- three rooms that they can hear children in are uh, 107, 106, and 208. Those are the rooms that they hear. Does all it the scary say stuff. why those rooms? No, I. and this it does well, not right uh, so, now. So 208, let me, let me go back up here. Um, but 208 is the Armand. It, is it 208 is the Armand room, but it it doesn't say why he was in that room. And considering the fact that they basically tore everything down and then built the hotel, yeah, it could like it could have been. If you're taking this into consideration, like the spot where that incident happened, it could have been. Mm-hmm. From the fourth floor, fifth floor, like could have been anywhere. It could have happened off the first floor, and he just fell and broke his neck. Weird. We don't know, but which of course they do say Armand, his thing is giggling and laughing, not yeah, crying. Yeah, you said that so earlier, which do? I thought was interesting. What did you do to make Armand cry? It was probably Jeremy. You're the best, but maybe Ow. he got mad at Jeremy. Maybe yeah, he was you mad made at a us. Ghost cry. He was mad at us for not staying out and having fun longer. Yeah, or maybe it was on the anniversary of his passing, and so it was a sad day. It could have been. So with that, the, the last ghost that people actually say that they do see there, and they, I think it's because, and I'm sorry, I'm going to be blunt, they're just stupid. People say, the I ghosts? saw the ghost of Andrew Jackson. Oh. People, because they... That's maybe so far back. They just... I, it's Andrew Jackson Hotel. That's... I know, but he was... He died before it was even built. And not even there. He that was never. He sense. never stayed there. All he did back in the day when it was a courthouse is, like, accuse people of being treasonous. And, like, he put judges in jail because he was a bad guy. And that's the whole connection, like... He Where was he a occasionally worked. Yeah, so... Yeah. So with that, he was an asshole. And so people say, well, I just saw Andrew Jackson in the Andrew Jackson Hotel. No, you did Why would you, as a ghost, look like yourself? Why would you just be a clone? Well, I don't I think, think you have you a would. choice. I mean, why do you currently, as yourself, look like yourself? Because I don't work out. That's why. <laughs> this is exactly why I look 
you're shocked. I'll take my shirt off and you'll get it. But wait, are you saying that after I die, I can come back as a ghost that looks like anyone I want? Well, if you die at 98, are you going to then be a 98-year-old ghost? Yeah. Or do you get to be like no. fabulous now? I Liberty. look Liberty. like you're I pretty look like the fabulous right now. Come back as your 27-year-old self. That I don't think like I don't. I don't want to come back as thirty-two-year-old me when I had a soul patch. Oh my I God. don't want that. I, I'll, it's like, what if I came back as that one? Like, oh I no, like soul patch me. If if you were a ghost, you, I mean, technically, ghosts, air quotes, are when <laughs> that was only one. By the way, they're that trapped. Was only one. They're trapped and they can't move on from this point. So I feel like as a ghost, you are stuck. In the body that you were in when you passed. I agree. You, like, you don't age as a ghost. You don't get younger as a ghost. Yeah, we can hear. We've all just heard that, right? The little. The, the little. The kid that was Creepy footsteps. Yeah. So so we all just heard the ghost that lives upstairs. The mini mentor. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Minotaur. I really hope that's a kid because otherwise that's a kid ghost. Kid, Imagine kid ghost. that happening giggling? for four. Three hours straight this morning. The kid just learned how to walk, so he's yeah. all over it. Yeah. I no, like he just learned how to jog, because <laughs> that was what was happening. Yeah. He was just running laps. That's amazing. Wait, so Bill, I have a question. Have you, in your research, read anything about anyone seeing the ghost of Armand, or just uh, hearing? No, him? I don't think so and i'm gonna look real quick i i think that it's all here's the thing is generally when anybody will tell you especially you like the gettysburg stuff or somebody says a hotel they'll always say there's a ghost of a boy there was and it, it will tell you a story i'm actually very like impressed because this gives a name of a boy generally they'll say a woman in white yeah a they boy, very a boy they very hat. rarely so, most ghost so stories very rarely give a name so this is really really great uh they just say Armand's spirit has been, he's been known to wake up uh, people from their sleep in 208. And it's a very ghostly giggling and laughing. Oftentimes people say that they've like, they've been shoved, um, but the bed gets moved and they can't tell why, uh, like the bed physically get, will get moved. Um, but so far he, no one has actually seen his ghost. They just say that he does not appear to be aggressive, uh, but it's clear that he likes to play games with the living and uh, that he's only in room 208. But how, so you, but how do you know it's Armand? It could be any of it, the kids. Well, it could be. And it's the same thing. If I told you that my apartment right now was haunted by a guy named Bob, and then we left and had you stay here and you heard a sound, you're like, well, the Bob's here. Bob. Hey, Bob, what's up? And he starts crying. Yeah, or old Larry. Old, La- old Larry. <laughs> my name is Bob Old Larry. Yeah, it could be that. But with that, all right. So, so that's a great story. We got our very, really first ghost story. Yeah, and here's the thing: there are definitely cases, and it's real that there is like implied memory. You hear stories, and you can kind of make something up from there. My mom has a memory of being on a train with her grandmother, but it never ever happened. But I. I don't know. This happened. Generally, those are youth. I have two stories from my youth. 
that when I relayed them to my parents, they looked at me like I was an idiot. No, I yeah, had actually, the same thing. I did my too. parents. This is an episode. My parents <laughs> don't remember me. My parents, so I went to... They don't to, remember you? I went you went to, home? <laughs> Who are you? I'm telling you, what, leave this house, stranger. I was interrupted mid-sentence. <laughs> I, went to, I went to a private school, kindergarten, and I went to a private school, third grade on. Not a special school. Private. Okay. My parents don't remember sending me to public school for first and second grade. Where did you go? Roosevelt Elementary in Clovis, New Mexico. Or Roosevelt, <laughs> depending from where you're from. Roosevelt. Roosevelt. I have referenced going to school at Roosevelt Elementary in different instances. And like, what are you talking about? Like, when I went to that school, which was a public school, I'm like, they don't have for some reason it does not register that i went to a public school for two years before i went back into a different private school i feel like we need to investigate it's so weird because i've i've this could be the mandela effect i've brought it up several times and they, for some reason, maybe it was sleep deprivation. I don't know what the hell was going on. They don't remember the fact that I went to public school. Do you for two years. For remember, two years. Do you remember your teachers? Yeah. Uh, um, Michelle Mitchell was my first one. Oh, and you knew her first name. Her That's... daughter, Candy, got hit in the head with a baseball bat one day at this school. Is, this is really a very elaborate This is, this is like, first grade. Or this, this is no, like your parents. This is first grade. I remember that happening in first grade. Miss Mitchell, Michelle Mitchell, her daughter got hit in the head with a baseball bat and she had to leave and we had to have someone come. And I don't remember who or what happened, but I remember that thing happening. She's like, oh my God, is everything okay? Was it a man in black? No. Second, gr- I mean, second grade was Miss Clark. She was basically the Cruella Duvel of elementary school teachers. And I went to her one time and I said, I don't know if I can turn in all of my assignments. I'm not finished. And she said, how much do you lack? I'm in second grade. I don't oh know what that God. means. I was freaking terrified of her. You haven't taught me the word lack yet. Exactly. And she just kept saying, like, how much do you lack? I'm like, I don't know what that means. And then you peed your pants and went home. I did. I <laughs> peed my pants so many times in first and second grade because I was terrified of my teachers. That we actually had to have some... My parents came in, which is why I don't understand why they don't remember this. My parents had to come in. It's like, Tanya needs to just... As soon as she says she has to go to the bathroom, she has to go to the bathroom. Like, we can't. Like, I had to... I wet myself so many and times I, in first and grade. And I know my this going on... My parents don't remember this. I know this going on car rides with her. When she says she has to pee, you pull over. You don't go like... 135 miles is a rest. Like, no, no now. Over now. <laughs> I know this. You should never do that. So, my, for <laughs> some reason, my parents don't recall That's that crazy. period. Wait, does your brother remember? He, it would, he? it would have been, he, my brother is a year younger than me. So, mm, pretty young. If I was in first and second grade, that means he would have been in kindergarten. In first grade, so I don't know what the hell my brother was doing. 
oh my god where's my brother he should have been in school during this. Yeah, yeah. was he not there? Was he a ghost? Were you, you a actually ghost? Actually, after, after we finished. What, like, did he, home. like, did they put him through the other school that I left? Wait, I know what it was. Oh, my God. I've never thought about this. You went to a ghost school. Yeah, there we go. And there was little people crying in the corner. I have so many very distinct to, memories. You went to school in room 208. <laughs> <laughs> we but my parents were just like, I remember, like, yeah, when I went to Roosevelt Elementary, and like, what are you talking about? I'm going to investigate. I, like, I did a school performance there, and you came. Well, <laughs> this is actually going to be an episode. We're going to talk yeah. about this, and or we're going to talk about why podcast. why people are afraid of ghosts, and also why that's people the next. Episode. Remember things that either other people don't remember or never happened. I do want to hear Ryan and Tom's take on why people are afraid of ghosts. It would be really interesting. That would be fun. I want yeah. to hear your family's take on why they don't remember you yeah. when you went to public school. And like, and where was my brother? And with that? that, as we close this podcast out, I'm going to talk about one thing real quick. During this podcast, we've been drinking a bottle of what's called Ghost Pines oh wine. And as we've been doing this, Tanya, who is, I will, I should say, Tanya is a designer. She's an artist. She's a designer. She's done lots of things. She can't stop staring at the bottle. I'm, I'm currently. I'm going to take a picture of this bottle as we speak. And I want to say, I want to ask you, why can you not stop looking at this bottle? So I mean, it's a lovely bottle. It is. Oops. So is it, what's it called? Uh, it's called Ghost Pines. It's a really nice looking bottle. And what Summer is? Low. And your legs are beautifully outstretched in background. <gasps> oh, oh um, by the way, if you look at the picture that you post on the Facebook page, you will see my legs. The The label is called Ghost Pines. I have very nice legs. I don't know what the fucking hell kind of trees those are, but they're not pine trees. They might be aspens. They might be oaks. They, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, but on, it? on the back of the label, it talks about... The Martini family developed this land into a vineyard, which they named Ghost Pines, as a tribute to the native gray pines, which at dusk appeared to hover, which I understand because a fog lays on the ground so it looked like they float, solitary and ghost-like throughout the coastal valleys. So These are tall, skinny, gangly-ass trees. Deciduous. These are not pine trees. They look like what they should be is this. If they were ghost pines, they should be pine trees that have sheets on them. This is true. But That's I have I have a theory. It's the Martini family. But so still, like if maybe they just had a few if, if there I we go. if yeah. I name my wine Creek Valley and it's a picture of a lake. No, I think it needs Does to be that make of sense? Like <laughs> a, so a post office. I know <laughs> how her brain artistically. No, like no, like looks. just not even artistically. The f- like logically, art- art- artistically and logically, I thought, okay, pine trees kind of look like his Christmas trees. I understand why they went with something different, but the fact that they call it out specifically on the label, on the label, it's like. Why the hell are these not pine trees? But I will I gil, I will give them one prop. So if you go to the picture on our post that we have about it, where it says ghost pines, the H in ghost has two lines. 
instead of one that is like a crossbar. I appreciate that because it kind of implies something that is there that's not supposed to be. I would have never noticed that. I appreciate that so much. That's why I'm a designer. <laughs> that's why we love As it. so I appreciate that element and then the the year where they had the 2015 is kind of like a little bit of a it's kind of pagan-esque. Kind of kind of pagan, which I appreciate, which uh, kind of implies to that. But if you're going to talk about ghost pines, for God fucking damn, put a pine tree on it. I know they're not scary, but make it look like what you want it to look like. Not these gangly-ass little trees that are going to, oh, I'm going like to drop my leaves. I'm so gentle. <laughs> I like the voice ghost of the trees. tree. I fell asleep and I started hearing this ghost in this tree next to me going, I'm like, going to drop my leaves. I just. Also, if you're going to talk about a specific tree, don't like if you're going to talk about roses and your wine label is rose wine. Don't don't show chrysanthemums yeah. or daisies or dandelions. Chrysanthemums. I used to until you said it that way. Chrysanthemum. So nope. you have a Gan- lisp when a, you say it. I'm surprised. You know what's funny? You said, well, show roses. I would have said, don't show daisies. You went for the hard one. I'm really impressed with that. Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. Or where, depending where you're part of the region the region you're from. Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum. So just one more thing on this. If there's anyone listening from Ghost Pines label winery. Give us a call. Let us I know. I would love to know or if, or why if you, work you at decided the to do that. Or if you work at the Andrew Jackson. Or if you live in room 208 at the hotel. Or if your name is... Or Armand. if you live in New, New, New Orleans. And Nolians? No. And you no, want to tell us Nolans? how bad we butchered the name of your city. I'm touring nice right now. Or if you've ever seen a ghost. All right. Just yeah, kidding. Don't ghost. open it up that much. Okay. So with that, now that we are... Into the longest podcast we've ever recorded. Editing. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. And there'll, there'll be more. So with that, uh, I think we're, we're going to close this out. But, but Liberty, I'm so excited we finally, we told, we hinted to this forever. We did. And I'm Weeks. glad we finally told the story. That's my Of the story. crying little boy in room 208. And if you have any stories, if you've ever stayed there, we would love to hear them. And... If by chance you could turn back time, oh. tell us that one else because we already had our time travel episode, but we can do it. So again. check out our Facebook and our Instagram at. Uh, well, it's just eat, drink, and be scary on uh, Facebook, but our Instagram is Ghost Humanary, which, by the way, is the movie that you. Sh- you seriously are still plugging us <laughs> under your movie. Yeah, you we need our own. Too. Yeah, I know. Does <laughs> it cover the Andrew Jackson Hotel? Well, it might. I think we might have to go there and do that one. You'll never know. Find out what happens next. <laughs> You'll <right>. never guess. <laughs> All right. With that, does anybody want to say anything? Anyone want to plug anything like that? I would li- since since they're not here. Uh, Ryan's not here. He's been super busy because they have expanded alter egos in Boise, Idaho. They're like double they're nice. doubling the size of their shop. In so the same location? I think so. Same building. Same On building. Vista. Yeah. yeah. 
same building on Vista. So if you're in Boise, Idaho, go check it out. It's on Vista, kind of between uh, Overland and Kootenai. South Next, kind of near, kind of near the bank over there, near the the the, the washing lady. It's Alter Egos. Go check it out. But the, he's been super busy uh, building that. So and Tom will be back. Check it out. And Ryan will be back for the next show. So, yeah, because uh, I think the next show I want to talk about. Um, why the fuck are we afraid of ghosts? And we like still it. need to talk about the Leeds Devil. Oh, that's true. Coming soon. Coming soon. But also, like I have the perfect song for the next episode. Oh, wait, hold on. In three, two, one, go. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Uh, there we go. <laughs> I'm with that. You're welcome. Everybody say goodnight. Good night. Good night. Did you say goodnight? Good night. Okay, there we go.